Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. Welcome to Season 11.5 of Heart to Heart with Anna. Our theme this season is Heart Defects Around the Globe. This is our Spotlight Series, and it's our multilingual programs. I'm very excited about today's program. I'll be speaking in English with Farhan Ahmed, and next week he'll be speaking in Urdu with Noman Shahid. Today's program is entitled Saving Hearts in Pakistan, and our guest, as I said, is Farhan Ahmed. Farhan Ahmed is a social innovator and philanthropist who has devoted his life to helping children born in Pakistan with congenital heart defects. He is the founder and CEO of the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation, a non-governmental organization working to build a charity heart hospital in Lahore, Pakistan. His passion for helping children in Pakistan came from the loss of his daughter to congenital heart defects, or CHDs, when she was only three years of age. Pakistan suffers from an acute shortage of specialized staff and resources for any Pakistani child born with CHDs. There are around 50,000 children born with heart defects in Pakistan each year, and only 3,000 have operations. Mr. Ahmed and his foundation have given over $3.1 million to help more than 1,060 children receive life-saving heart surgeries. The ultimate goal of the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation is to actually build a children's hospital to treat as many children afflicted with CHDs as possible. Farhan will be sharing with us in the first segment about his daughter and why he started a charity in Pakistan. The second segment of the program will feature Farhan telling us about his foundation. And in the final segment, Farhan will talk with us about the changes occurring in medical care in Pakistan, especially for those living with heart defects. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, Farhan. I'm so happy to have you back on the program. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it's an honor to be here, and I'm so glad that you have given me a chance to speak about the congenital heart challenges we are facing in our country. Thanks a lot. Oh, well, it is my pleasure. Let's start by talking about the event that triggered you to begin your current mission. It was one of those nights where I was traveling from abroad, traveling from a business trip back to Pakistan. I was transiting, and I heard my wife calling. She was crying on phone. And the first thing I remember, she mentioned that our little doll, Aisha, she has stopped breathing. Her age was three months. And cut the story short, when I reached home, we were in the hospital for a terrible three weeks time. And it took us literally those three weeks, days and night to get to any of the private and the public sector hospitals and we were not able to diagnose that she has a severe congenital heart problem. 
so there are two things i want to mention the number one is that somebody who doesn't have a money who lives in a low income country and cannot afford that he has a different challenge and somebody who can afford still it's taking 3 weeks for his daughter to find out that she's born with a congenital heart problem wow. so these few moments actually turned our lives and that day myself and my wife and rest of the friend decided that to do something for congenital heart defect so that was the main reason myself and my family devoted our lives to this cause wow 3 weeks to identify that she had a congenital heart defect for children who are born with critical congenital heart defects they may not survive those 3 weeks Yes, Anna. One of the major problems that we currently are facing, and I'm glad you just mentioned that there are 50,000 kids born every year with the congenital heart problem. One of the severe problem is the diagnosis. Majority of them cannot even make to the hospital, and in just one of the public hospital, there is a queue of about 14,000 kids who have been registered, but we don't have capacity to operate wow. on them. Wow, that's huge so majority of these kids die yeah. and that's one of the biggest challenge that we are currently going through right one right. of the biggest challenge we have is lot of congenital heart defect patients not been diagnosed properly alone in one of the public hospital we have 14000 kids who have been waiting for their heart surgeries one of the surgeons whose list has crossed 5000 so alone in our part of the world we have dealing with multiple challenges with the chd so the first challenge is the one that are diagnosed we are unable to treat them and majority of those 50000 kids we are unable to diagnose and most of them die before reaching to any of the paramedic facility that just breaks my heart that that's true so farhan is it common for women who are pregnant in pakistan to have ultrasounds like they do here in the united states it is very common but we are talking about a lot of population who does not have access to even a gynecologist we are talking about a lot of you know yeah yeah so there are multiple type of challenges Right. So yes there is a huge challenge with while the mother is pregnant we are unable to identify if the child has a congenital heart problem even if we are able to do that after the birth even if we are able to know that the child has a congenital heart problem we have no referral system to reach to the hospital and even if we reach to the hospital there is such a long queue we can't do anything Wow those are a lot of problems to overcome If your daughter were alive today, how do you think she would feel about everything that you've accomplished? You know, to be very honest with you, she is alive today as well. I speak to her daily, like myself, my wife, we we, we all know like talk about her daily, and I don't feel that she's no more with us. She is with us except that, you know, we are unable to communicate both sides. But it's okay, that's life is all about. What I really feel good about what we are trying to accomplish is those 1060 surgeries that we have successfully funded in different private and public hospitals all over Pakistan now these are 1000 plus 60 those children which i think i am somehow returning back to my daughter with just little contribution which i could not save her I couldn't do much but at least those children they are having a wonderful life and you know anna chd is like if treated in time one surgery and they are good to go for the rest of their lives so there'll be no congenital heart problem with these children hopefully in the near future for them okay so from what you're saying then the surgeries that they are doing are surgeries like fixing a hole in the heart 
or something that won't require subsequent surgeries. Is that what you're saying? Correct. If timely operated and the hole is closed, then they are good to go for the rest of their lives. Unlike cancer and like any other chronic disease, it won't come back. So that's the biggest thing. Uh-huh. Okay. So your country is not able to operate on children who have a single ventricle heart or a very complex congenital heart defect then. Is that what you're saying? Yes. You know, in the last few years, we were glad that we started a switch here in Pakistan. We have serious challenge dealing with single ventricular patients. We are doing on what we can do by bringing some medical missions. And when you give me a chance, I'll explain you what we did. So we did our first Nakaido procedure last two, two months ago where wow. the surgeon flew from U.S. and a team came and they, along with our local doctors, did that. So yes, there is a huge problem dealing with single ventricular patients. Okay. It sounds like there are so many parents like yourself, Farhan, who have lost a child to a congenital heart defect because you've saved 1,060 of them. And God bless you for that. That's a miracle in my eyes, especially given all the challenges that you just talked to us about. But tell me what advice you would have for parents like yourself who have lost a child to a congenital heart defect. Okay. And uh, the most important thing to the parents is that they need to regather everything what they lost. It's not end of the world. The time is something which one day you have to cope with the challenge that has come to you. So when you lose a child, it looks like for the time being that everything is lost. You have nothing. You don't feel like, you know, talking to people. You don't feel like living anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's one part of it. But, you know, try to regain all your challenges that you've gone through, make it a strength. And think about those who, with your little help, can have a wonderful life. So this is what we've been requesting to all the parents who, God forbid, lost their child or any parents who have children alive, but still we request them, okay, whatever and wherever you think you can contribute to these kids through our foundation on your own, but there's a lot to be done. So my request, do whatever you can, and this is how you can get connected with this cause either through us or through independent but do whatever you can for the kids born with congenital heart defect i love it texas heart institute were offering us a mechanical heart and he said no dad i've had enough give it to someone who's worthy my father promised me a golden dress to twirl it he held my hand and asked me where i wanted to go whatever strife or conflict that we experienced in our long career together was always healed by humor Heart to Heart with Michael, please join us every Thursday at noon Eastern as we talk with people from around the world who have experienced those most difficult moments. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect or CHD community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. You are listening to Heart to Heart with Anna. If you have a question or comment that you would like addressed on our show, please send an email to Anna Jaworski at Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. That's Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. Now, back to Heart to Heart with Anna. 
Before the break, Farhan, we were talking about what it was like for you having your daughter born with a heart defect and the fact that she passed away. I love your philosophy that she is still with you. My mother just passed away a few months ago, and I feel just like you do. I still feel my mom with me. I know she's still here with me. And I think as long as we remember those we love, they are still part of us. And I love that you're doing so much to help people all over your country so that they don't experience the same loss that you did. It's absolutely beautiful. So let's talk about the charity. What do you hope to accomplish with the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation or PCHF? First of all, I feel sorry to hear about your mother and a lot of prayers for her. Thank you. Okay, coming back to PCHF, we have a lot to do. The biggest challenge today I'll categorize into four different areas. The first problem is the awareness and advocacy. A lot of people in Anna doesn't even aware of the fact that we have such a huge disease burden that 50,000 kids are born. So our first challenge is letting the world, the people, the policymaker, the senators, the politicians know that this is a problem. Sure. So if we all consider it a problem, I think we have fixed half of it. Mm-hmm. Addressing a problem is like fixing half of the problem. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, we have now working on building a 100-bedded dedicated children's heart hospital. Little conservative, but we are trying to achieve a center of excellence, a place where we can not only do the treatment of about 1,000 cases a year, but are also doing some research work and training our surgeons, our paramedic staff, our intensivists, our perfusionists, for the other centers all across the country where they get treatment and then support other centers. And third, we will not stop the funding that we do for the children who cannot even afford to drive to our location. Mm -hmm. So if we are talking about a child who is like 400 miles away, so we should be able to fund his surgery and in the hospital close to his hometown. Mm -hmm. So that's what we are actually trying to achieve. In terms of what we have accomplished, it is very little, but I would like to proudly share that till today we have financially supported 1,060 plus heart procedures all across Pakistan. We were very, very lucky that we brought a medical mission from U.S., from Canada, from Qatar, from Kuwait. There were about 14 people team who came here and they did a lot of procedure, about 40 procedure in five days, and they did capacity building for two different public hospitals. That's just amazing. That's just amazing to me that you were able to coordinate that, Farhan. I mean, it's almost like you're starting a pediatric cardiology residency right there in Pakistan. Yeah, we have been very lucky. I am so blessed. God has given us so much. There are so many good-hearted people around and where you live. All I need to do is just let the world know that there's a problem, and people literally start coming in. And Anna, the best thing is they did not charge a single penny from us. They paid from their own tickets, travel, accommodation. You know, we just requested them at least allow us to be a good host. We should pay the hotel from our side, the meals and etc. But they did not allow that. So that's kind of love we get from people from your part of the world. And that allows you to keep the money that you're raising to actually do more good and hopefully to start that heart hospital. Yes, absolutely correct. That's wonderful. If I'm not mistaken, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe the William Novick Heart Alliance has been responsible for going into Pakistan and actually helping your people. Is that correct? 
It is correct, and we are very, very thankful to uh, uh, William Novick. Uh, I see him as an icon doing congenital heart complex surgeries in one of the public sector hospitals, and he trained a lot of people here. And we, as a nation, owe a lot to him. I have huge respect for him. Yeah. And I always pray for his, you know, long life. And he's such a nice person. Well, it's amazing what he is doing. And I'm glad we can give a shout out to Dr. Novick because it's amazing. He isn't only helping people in Pakistan, but people all over the world. So it's quite an organization that he has put together. And like you said, this is put together of people who put the money out of their own pocket to serve other people. I think it's one of the highest callings a person can have to actually give of themselves to save someone else. So it's really quite beautiful. Well, tell me where you see the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation in 10 years. What do you hope to have accomplished in 10 years? Yes, Anna, and actually what we as an institution are looking forward is one is our mission and another is our vision. Mm-hmm. So our vision is that we do not want a single CHD patient to remain untreated in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it is possible or not, but we all know that one day we will achieve that every child, while he has a congenital heart defect, should be able to get treatment. That is what we all are hoping. So what we are going to achieve is that in the next three to four years, we are going to have a 100-bedded, dedicated children heart hospital specializing with making sure that any kind of single ventricular or a switch surgery, we should be able to accommodate that. That's number one. Number two, we want this institution to act as a center of excellence, a place where people can get training and can serve in other parts of Pakistan where we have infrastructure, but we don't have the manpower. Mm-hmm. And third, the most important thing is doing some research work mm-hmm. and trying to find out why our incident is one out of 100 as compared to the developed nations, 0.8 out of 100. So there has to be something, maybe the nutrition of the mother, the cousin marriages. So a lot of these things which we believe we should be able to do and reach to a level where other developed countries are. So that's what we see in the next 10 years. And one more thing is that we don't want this institution to be associated with Farhan and his family only. So we are working on institutionalizing this. And that's the reason, Anna, we have named this Pakistan Children Heart Foundation. And our hospital name is Children Heart Hospital and Research Institute. You don't see any of my daughter or my family name associated with that. Because we believe the institution should flourish, should grow as an institution. They should not just be associated with the individual names. Right, right. And then you'll have the preventative medicine is huge. If you can do something like that, that would just be amazing. Those are lofty goals, but I believe that you can do it. If anybody can do it, Farhan, I believe that you and all of the people who you are bringing together can do this. Yeah, we hope so. And the passion and the hard work our team is putting in, I see this happening very soon. Wonderful. Home Tonight Forever by the Baby Blue Sound Collective. 
I think what I love so much about this CD is that some of the songs were inspired by the patients. Many listeners will understand many of the different songs and what they've been inspired by. Our new album will be available on iTunes, Amazon.com, Spotify. I love the fact that the proceeds from this CD are actually going to help those with congenital heart defects. Enjoy the music. Home tonight forever. This program is a presentation of Hearts Unite the Globe and is part of the Hug Podcast Network. Hearts Unite the Globe is a nonprofit organization devoted to providing resources to the congenital heart defect community to uplift, empower, and enrich the lives of our community members. If you would like access to free resources pertaining to the CHD community, please visit our website at www.hug-podcastnetwork.com for information about CHD, the hospitals that treat children with CHD, summer camps for CHD survivors, and much, much more. Farhan was just telling us about the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation, or the PCHF, and I love how he is doing so much to help the people of his country. In this segment, we're going to be talking about congenital heart defect healthcare changes in Pakistan. Farhan, in the beginning of the program, we talked about 50,000 children being born in Pakistan with congenital heart defects, but you said only 3,000 have operations. If you could bring one change in how CHD patients are given medical care in Pakistan, what would that one change be? It's a tough question, but I'll speak from the heart. All we as an institution want, Anna, is that not a single medical facility owned and operated by the government where we have specialized healthcare facility, they should be able to get quality treatment in respect to the congenital heart problem our nation is going through. So what we want is that any CHD patient should be able to walk into any of the specialized government hospital and they should be able to get treatment with respect to the CHD problem. And we, as an institution, are trying our level best in building capacity for those government institutions. Because in our hospital, once it will be functional, we are only able to do 1,000 surgeries a year. Right. So still there'll be like, you know, 40,000 deficit. So the only way, Anna, it's going to take care is that we enable other institutions. Well, except that I know that In our country, we have about 40,000 children who are born with congenital heart defects every year, but not all 40,000 of them require surgery. So there may be, of that 50,000, there may be some children who have innocent heart murmurs, little tiny holes that will close up on their own. But still, you're right. If you're only doing a 1,000, there's still going to be a lot of children who are missed. So that does make sense. I think what you were talking about with the preventative medicine, trying to find out what's causing your country to have so many children born with heart defects, that's huge. Let's prevent the problem in the first place, and then we won't need that heart surgery. Tell me about some of the difficulties that you have faced in just creating awareness for congenital heart defects. That's a very good question, and one of the biggest challenges that people don't know what congenital is. Mm-hmm. People don't know what congenital heart is. All people know is a hole in a heart. Mm-hmm. So what we do is all of our public awareness campaigns, we don't use the word congenital. We don't use the word even congenital in Urdu because we are dealing with 200 million population and majority of them are not literate. So we want to keep it very, very simple. 
So in terms of awareness, there are multiple challenges. Awareness in general public is one challenge. Awareness with health policymakers, another challenge. Mm. Awareness with the people who are actually senators, the politicians, another challenge with them. So despite all the bad things I'm telling you, but still we have been very lucky that we have been able to achieve a little bit of it. Now, at least people know that we have a problem where we have to deal with it. Politicians, senators, health policymakers, they are aware, at least with the last four or five years that we have done, they've started to address this as a problem. And that's the beginning. First is the awareness, because you can't fix a problem if you don't know the problem exists. And you're right. I think the literacy problem, and it probably does go back to nutrition of the mothers and that early intervention if the mothers are seeing a gynecologist or seeing an obstetrician, somebody who can help them to make sure that they have the healthiest pregnancy possible to prevent the heart defects in the first place. And probably if you do some research, you will see a higher incidence of children with heart defects if they're marrying first cousins. There are some ways that maybe some changes in culture. That's what's going to be hard is that if your culture is not used to having a prohibition on marrying first cousins, just for example, that just bringing awareness to that and the problems that can happen from intermarrying at that level, because I'm sure heart defects are not the only problem that your country is experiencing. I'm sure they're experiencing other kinds of birth defects as well. And keeping the language simple, I'm certain that's going to be a challenge for you as well. You are quite a man to take all of this on, Farhan. I feel so honored to have you on the program today. No, to be very honest with you, we are honored that you have given us a chance to speak about the challenges that we are going through. Through your program, I would like to request all the expatriate Pakistanis that whatever they're doing, all we need is they start looking at this problem as a problem. Because we have one of the best nations in the world who are dedicated, committed. There are a lot of doctors in U.S. They are doing more than our expectations. We can't blame the governments because they have their own challenges. As you said, there are other congenital problem our country has. So all we know is that an institution is working focused. A time will come when we'll have those successes achieved together. And on behalf of our foundation, I really thank you and Noman for you know allowing us to speak so much openly and letting the world know that these challenges we are going through. Thank you so much, Anna. Oh, well, thank you, Farhan. And I'm so excited that we'll be able to have a program next week with you actually speaking in Urdu. How important is it for us to have this program in Urdu for your people? It's extremely important because we did our last fundraiser in Houston. By the way, we have a local charity registered in the U.S. now, pchfna.org. So the program, when I was started speaking in English, a lot of my people said, okay, come on, we keep on listening English every time. We expect somebody to speak our home language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think yeah. it's extremely important that people should be able to listen. And that'll be a great show. And I really look forward to speaking with Norman. And I think it'll be a fantastic show. And I really like your idea of doing one in English and then doing one in the local language. You know, it gives a connection. It makes a connection among the people around from one side of the park. Right, right. Well, we can't close the show without you telling us how people can contribute to your charity. Because I'm sure once people hear this and they know what you're doing, they are going to want to give as well. Okay, and the thing which makes us different from the rest of the conventional NGOs is that 
we do not use any of the donation money to pay admin expenses. So any single penny an individual is paying is actually been used on the children heart treatment. And I really thank you that you're allowing me to speak about how they can donate. Our website, PCHFNA, which is Pakistan Children Heart Foundation, North America.org. If they go online, there is a ways to donate link. They can do it through PayPal. We are a 501c3 registered charity. This means that they can claim this charity as in tax exempted. And if they want to donate in Pakistan, we do have our website, pchf.org.pk. We have all the bank details available there. And I, on behalf of our board, is very proud to share that a single penny that you'll give, it'll go to the child heart treatment. We will not use a single percentage in paying our admin bill. Wow, I love that. That's really amazing. And what a commitment that your board has and everybody who is working with the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation, that they are so careful with any of the monies that are donated. If you go to my website, I have a new address. It's www.heartsunitetheglobe.org. If you go to that website, there is a whole section on congenital heart defect resources, and you'll see the actual links to the website that Farhan just shared with us. I think I have your actual, the one in Pakistan. I didn't know about the one .na, so I'll have to add that one as well. So give those two URLs again real quick for our listeners. The one in in North America was pchfna.org. So this is Pakistan Children Heart Foundation, North America.org. Okay. And then the one in in Pakistan, is that just pchf.org? Dot PK. Oh, dot PK, of course, for Pakistan. Yes. Okay. That yes. makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. Well, thanks again for coming on the program today, Farhan. This was very informative for me. Thank you so much. It's really an honor to speak with you, Anna, and really thank you for giving us a chance to speak about the challenges that we are going through. And I look forward to our program in Urdu. Me too. I'm looking forward to that also. <laughs> I wish I knew Urdu so I could appreciate it fully, but I know that your people will appreciate it, and that's what this is all about. We're working really hard at Heart Unite the Globe to really touch people all over the world and know that they have others who care about them. And I think this show has definitely exemplified our mission, which is really amazing. Well, friends, that's it for today. Please come back next week so you can hear the program in Urdu, which will be amazing. We'll have Noman Shahid as our guest host, and he's been the producer today and done a fabulous job. So thank you, Newman. Thank you, Farhan. Friends, you can find our program on YouTube. Please do that. Leave a comment. Give us a review. And don't forget, my friends, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you have been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna, with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time.